We are joined by the head baseball coach of the Walford Terriers, Coach Todd Interdonato. Coach, how are you this morning? Doing well. How about you guys? Uh, we're doing terrific, Coach. Everything's going good, and college baseball is almost here, so we've been very excited about that. And, Coach, we appreciate you joining us to preview uh, the Walford Terriers 2022 season. But, Coach, before we can do that, we got to go back and look at last year, a terrific season for the Terriers school history as you won your first ever Southern Conference regular season championship. Coach, talk a little bit about last year. Uh, you know, you can't you can't talk about last year you know, without thinking about how it started in, in the middle of all the protocols and, you know, on the back end of the 20 season being canceled and, and where we were in 2020 when the season got shut down. You know, we lose all those players, and, and I just always think it is worth mentioning, you know, you come off of that year and the NCAA comes out and says, oh, everybody gets the year back and everybody's thinking, oh, that's great. Well, without grad school over here, that really didn't do much for us. So, you know, everybody else got a got a repeat and we had to move on to the next group of players and you know so you look at it going okay well now we're the only young team in the country everybody else is old and experienced and we are the only young and inexperienced team so that was you know our thought going into the 21 season and to come out as you know in 21 and 9 in the league and end up winning the league basically with all that being thrown at you you know I, I can say without a doubt the best most accomplished season that I've ever been a part of in my 20 years of college baseball coaching. Absolutely, Coach. A tremendous uh, accomplishment, Coach. But uh, now you put that behind you and you focus your attention to this year, Coach. Tell us about some of the guys that maybe you have returning from that last year's championship squad. So, you know, we were really fortunate last year to get two really good seasons out of Colin Davis and Elliot Carney, which, you know, those guys were named both pitcher and, and player of the year in the league. But to tell you the truth, I mean, that's really about all we lost. And, you know, so you're looking at eight or nine position players to return, two-thirds of your rotation returns. You know, all your best guys in the bullpen have returned. So, you know, you feel like all that inexperience that you had last year turns into a boatload of experience this year. So, you know, some guys that will be constants in the lineup is a kid like Lawson Hill. You know, he's coming back for his fifth year this year. Um, he'll be behind the plate, D.H., Nolan Hester, Trey Younger, and then a really good young player in Jack Renwick. We have him back, and then John Dempsey as well. So there's just a lot of guys that are back that are familiar faces. And then on the pitching side of the ball, too, you know, I think two of the best relievers in the league in Dalton Radans and Clay Schwainer. Those guys come back, but then, you know, you got a bunch of guys that were young last year that got a ton of experience that hopefully they'll take a step forward this year. Well, Coach, it all starts uh, on the mound. Uh, Ed, let's talk about your starting rotation. You get uh, going on Friday. Who's going to take the mound uh, for the weekend series for the Walford Terriers? So we're going to go Matt Marshall on Friday and then Josh Vias on Saturday and Don Marcosio on Sunday. And those guys just, you know, anytime you make these decisions, it's based on a ton of factors, right? It's based on their previous experience. It's based on how they pitched last summer, it's based on how they pitched in the fall and the pre-spring, and then also your matchups and what you got. So it's typically just not as simple as, you know, hey, this guy goes here. I mean, last year the SOCOM Pitcher of the Year for us pitched on Sundays. So, you know, just kind of it, it, it's a little more a little more in-depth than just saying, hey, this guy's our best, second best, and third best. So, But we think that Matt will give us a really good chance on Friday night. We think he'll handle himself emotionally really well. 
just a very consistent, just a very consistent kid, both on the mound and off the field. So we just feel like he can kind of handle that opening day, you know, because we all know that's a little different. Coach, as far as the lineup goes, give us a little preview of what we can expect to see offensively from Wofford. Are you going to be a small ball team? Or are you going to be a team that, that likes to go with the home run? Uh, I think everybody would love to hit home runs. I just don't really <laughs> think that's kind of a kind of a regular thing. Uh, we'll play the normal style. You know, we'll try to, you know, we feel like we got an athletic group. You know, we'll try to run a little bit. And, you know, but we don't bunt too much. I think we kind of get a bad rap saying that we're a small ball team. Um, I, I know we like to run and we like to try to steal bases if they're there for us. But other than that, you know, we feel like we got some guys in there that can bang it around. So, you know, we'll just kind of let those guys stand in the box and do their thing. Coach, we talked with uh, Coach Mike McGuire over at Upstate just a few minutes ago, and we talked about one of the, the things about playing here in Spartanburg, South Carolina, is you get a lot of those northern teams wanting to come down and play, especially in the early part of the season. And, Coach, you, you guys are loaded with some of those teams early on, and you got a lot of home games coming up in the early part of the schedule. Talk about the early part of your schedule. So with the Southern Conference, you know, being shifted around, and I'm and I'm still not over Furman not having a team. Like I, I still, yeah. I, I still am not over that. And, you know, Brett Harker and I are neighbors. We live we live four doors from each other in the same neighborhood over in Greer. And you know, I know he's taken over at Limestone, but I still, when people ask me, you know, who my name, I'm like, oh, the head coach at for, uh, Limestone. That's right, he's at Limestone now. So I'm still not over that. Um, but with them being, you know, with them having dropped. You know, our, our conference schedule is shorter, so now it just gives us a lot more flexibility on the front end. And like you mentioned, you know, we're a Southern school. we got a great facility. You know, we got a great city. That's the one thing that these teams coming down, I'm, I'm going to get a little off topic here, but, you know, these teams coming down, they've just noticed the growth and the vibrancy of downtown, the restaurants in downtown, the coffee shops, the hotels, everything that comes down here, and, and the city – growing as we all know it's have is just makes this place so much more attractive so now you're just getting more and more name recognizable opponents that'll be down here i mean you look at weekend two you know and we're we're co-hosting a tournament with notre dame you know between spartanburg and greenville and you know i just don't think that happens without the growth of our city so that certainly plays a huge part in it as well well coach uh you got a, a very tough schedule I've looked over it but you guys are uh tabbed his favorites to uh, to repeat as the conference champions. You got a lot of preseason uh, conference uh, players, all conference players on your team. Coach, uh, what do you do to keep those expectations uh, reined in and, and have your guys out there playing uh, good baseball here in the early part of the season? Uh, practices are hard as hell. That, that's, that's a good place to start. Um, you know, these guys that come in and, you know, look, the recognition is fantastic. And, I've said that repeatedly, you know, over the last two weeks, you know, you look at all the publications and everybody recognizes this as, you know, the favorites to win the league and who doesn't like that, right? Like who doesn't like being recognized and peers and, and writers across the country thinking you got the best team in the league. And that's, you know, I think, I think people are lying if they say that stuff doesn't mean anything to them. Um, but I also think there is a way to handle it and it's a great thing. We love when our players get recognized because of the hard work that they put in and the talent that they bring to the field, and they deserve it. It means a lot to those players. It means a lot to their families. Just like when people pick us, you know, to do something this season, it means a lot to us too. But, 
you know, that feels really good in the office. But I can assure you, when we go down to the field and we are practicing and we're running a first and third defense, it's about as intense as anything you will find. And I assure you that they're not talking about what people are saying about us. They're trying to figure out, you know, where the priority is and where the baseball needs to go in order to, to run that play properly. Coach, you opened the season this weekend with uh, George Mason University. Tell us a little bit. Give us a little scouting report on uh, on George Mason. Really interesting. Um, you know, they have the preseason pitcher of the year uh, who looks really good. You know, so we would presume he'll throw on Friday night, but, you know, you can't assume anything. So we'll know we'll see him at some point. We just don't really know when yet. But, you know, he's the preseason A-10 pitcher of the year. Watched him a bunch on film. Extremely talented kid. Going to be able to ride some fastballs above our barrels in the top part of the zone. Got a, got a good slider as well to go along with it. But they are just loaded with grad transfers. You know, they got the MEAC player of the year on their roster. They got a kid that was, you know, one of the best players up at Northern Illinois. They got, you know, they got grad transfers from all over. So, it's, it, you know, we were just sitting here in the office a few minutes ago talking, and it's like we can sit here and guess as much as we want and try to piece this together. But, you know, when you got – 15, 17 transfers, whatever they have. It's kind of hard to predict what, what you think you're going to get. Coach, good talking to you and looking forward to the college baseball season. Sure, we'll be over there at Walford some and hope we get to talk to you more throughout the season. Absolutely. Always here for you guys. Thanks, Coach. That's, that's Coach Todd Interdonato. He is the head basketball coach, or the head basketball, head baseball coach over at Walford.